Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. Are you looking for practical ministry help to drive your ministry further, faster? Have a sinking feeling that your ministry training didn't prepare you for the real world? Hey, you're not alone. Join thousands of others in pursuit of stuff that we wish they had taught in seminary. Buckle up and let's get started with this week's Unseminary Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. My name's Rich, the host around these parts. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know there's lots you could be doing as you're getting ready to minister at your church this weekend, and I'm just so thankful that you've decided to spend some time with us today. Today, it's our honor to have Larry Hubaka with us from Elevation Church. Larry, welcome to the show. Thanks, Rich. Thanks for having me. Oh, no, I'm so glad that you're with us. For folks that don't know, uh, Elevation Church was founded in 2006 by Pastor Stephen Furtick and his wife, Holly. A great church, um, really impacting Charlotte, North Carolina, and beyond. I think you have 13 locations right now. That's um, right. So there's 10 in the Charlotte area and then three outside. One in uh, Raleigh-Durham, one in Roanoke, Virginia, and then one in the GTA, Greater Toronto Area. Nice. Now, as a boy from Toronto, I'm just so thankful that you guys are yeah, uh, reaching nice. out. I'm not there anymore, but I really appreciate it. But you still uh, love the Blue Jays and Joe Carter. Well, yeah, that yeah, that was the last time we were anybody anybody was did a good job with the Blue Jays. So, nice. <laughs> except for this year. So, anyways, Larry leads a creative team there. You oversee film and all kinds of things. Uh, yes. Part of the weekend process. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your role at Elevation? Sure. So, creative pastor is a little different um, at different churches. Sometimes it's creative arts pastor. Sometimes it's creative pastor. A bunch of different names for us at Elevation. Creative pastor means overseeing design, brand management, communications, marketing. So we have a separate team. It's really our worship pastor, Wade Joy, mm-hmm. who oversees programming and worship. So sometimes that's all combined into one. For us, it's broken out. So ours is a little bit more like me playing the role of a creative director mm-hmm. at the church. And we're, we're, we're actually structured with a little bit of a, um, an agency model. Mm-hmm. So the creative department runs like, a, like an agency with each of the different areas or teams mm-hmm. operating like clients. Mm. Cool. So it seems very to work good. pretty well for us. Good. Yeah, that's very cool. Nice. That's a good, I love that. That's good to hear kind of the inside. Now, one of the things I've noticed about Elevation, I would say over the last, I don't know, year or two, okay. just as an outsider. Now, if you don't follow Elevation, you really should. It's a fantastic church doing all kinds of great things. But one of the things I've noticed, there seems to be a bit of a shift which is around almost helping other churches doing a bit more of that. Um, I visited a couple years ago where I kind of had to come through a back door to, you know, let somebody kind of, you know, show us around and talk to us. But that seems to have changed a little bit. You seem a little bit more proactive on helping other churches. Is that true? Am I seeing that right? Or, you know, what's happening on that front? I hope so. I mean, <laughs> I hope we're helpful. Yes. Church is not... You know, we've not been around for that long. It's mm-hmm. been, we're in our 10th year of ministry right now. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not like we're so far removed from, you know, even the first few years. I still remember, I've been at the church from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And um, I still remember just the the early days where you are struggling to find volunteers and you're doing the setup and the teardown with the team. And the team, unfortunately, is like the same eight people right, every exactly. single week. And you're like, come on, people, stick around and help us load this trailer up and it's four o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, we're at this speaker feels so heavy." So, right. you know, it's, it, it's not that far removed. We still get it, and I hope from early on, you know, Pastor Stevenson an awesome job at just setting the tone to say we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna be a church that wants to be a part of the community mm-hmm. versus feeling like we're gonna come in and do our thing and and um, and try to make a big name for ourselves. I think we really decided that we wanted to. Uh, we used to describe it this way. We really hope that the city would just would be in tears if something ever happened to this church mm-hmm. and we had to shut our doors. So you want to mm-hmm. be kind of woven into the fabric and feel like you, when you talk about the city of Charlotte and the other communities that we're in that that you have to talk about Elevation Church. So you know to answer your question, mm-hmm. I think from early on we had that spear. We really wanted to help people. 
um, you could only do so much. I mean, right. some of it was like we didn't have the resource to, to do a whole lot based on what we hoped we'd be able to do one day, but we did what we could. So we started with things like providing our resources and the assets that we would create for the weekend mm -hmm. uh, online and making them available, putting Pastor Stephen's sermons up online, just doing anything you could to say, if we've got something that might benefit another ministry, let's do that. And then right. it's you know slowly evolved into um, you know an internship program, an mm. apprenticeship program, which is like a six month commitment for somebody to come and feel like you know I'd love to see how Elevation does its mm. thing. Um, events, so like right. one day events, where you just you know people will literally travel. And we were just talking this morning about um, the next event, and and there are literally uh, people coming in from all around the world, which is pretty fun for us. That is to feel cool. Like, you know, in the tenth year ministry, you know, we're we're able to have that kind of an impact. God's been really good to us, and then um, and we've got this this seven day seminary program, which we're super excited about, which is like a uh, a crash course in in hands on practical ministry that mm -hmm. uh, you know we we've never done it before, but mm -hmm. we're really believing that it's going to be helpful for people that they're gonna they're gonna get an idea of like okay, so yeah, I went to seminary and that was awesome, and I'm really thankful for it. But there's a practical side to mm -hmm. ministry also. And we're like, yeah, there, you know, there is. It's one of the things that we've discovered ourselves in the yeah. first 10 years that, man, there's, there's a lot to learn for us still on, you know, the, the day to day side of ministry. How do, how do the way volunteers greet somebody in the parking lot affect mm -hmm. the preaching of the gospel? Mm -hmm. You know, how, how, how does team building play into it? There's just, there's a lot to, to what we've, um, experienced that I thought, uh, Gosh, this would really be great. And Pastor Steven said, "Let's let's um, let's do something like that and offer it to people." So, seven day seminary is kind of a fun one for us right now because it's fresh. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. You know, obviously, I love. Um, obviously, we here at Unseminary, we try to provide practical training as well. And when I heard yeah. about seven day seminary, I was like, "Gosh, that just sounds great! What a great uh, you yeah, know, right. next step." Let's step back to just get a sense of you know what what are you doing on the intern program? How sure. does that work? Um, and kind of you know give us the insight behind how is that helping you as a church? What is that you know for other churches that might be listening in today? Yeah, that's a, a good question because there's several different goals when we do a program like that. Yeah. I don't oversee the program. You know, yeah. I am involved because there are interns that I work in our department, and obviously we're vetting people when they come in through the application process. But the mm -hmm. team that oversees that is really trying to accomplish a couple of different things. You know, can we equip people for ministry? Yep. And you know, interns typically are you know 18 to 25. It's not a it's not a um, set rule, but typically that's about the range that they're in. But for them to come in, be exposed to, again, real-life ministry experience, it's very hands-on. Mm -hmm. um, I would think that our ministry, our interns that come in for ministry training, you know, they typically come in for one of three terms, mm -hmm. fall, spring, or summer. But when they come in, it is probably the hardest thing they've ever done. But right. I think almost all of them walk away feeling like that was the best thing I've ever done. Mm. So it's, you know, it's a really wide scope. And, you know, when you think intern, sometimes you think, like go get me coffee. Right, right. Do the. We're not going to put anything significant on you. But I literally, before I jumped on this call with you, mm -hmm. I was just having a conversation with uh, our creative team about a piece we just did, mm -hmm. highlighting the experience of one intern. Mm -hmm. And this intern was literally talking about the things that he was able to do during his internship. Mm -hmm. And I thought that is that's the stuff that I do. That's the stuff that like all of our staff do. Right. And I guess for us to be able to expose an intern to that and and honestly help them figure out is this the calling that God has placed in my life to do uh, ministry this way at this mm -hmm. level mm -hmm. is awesome. And then, you know, some of them stick around and we invite them to come join the staff. Some of them go back to their churches and, mm -hmm. and um, they jump in there and they take what they've learned and try to apply it or translate it. But 
it's been a, a great experience for us as a church. It just mm-hmm. lets us expose people, train people, and obviously it helps us at the, at the same time. Absolutely. You know, so that's obviously a long commitment, right? That's yeah, like three, sure. three or four months long. Kind of yeah, thing. right. And then obviously on the other end, you have, you know, stuff like a kind of a one day come kind of get a, you know, it's a glorified tour. You're getting yeah, all right. kinds of, you're seeing the facilities, you're getting a bunch of input on kind of how ministry happens, which obviously is great. I would encourage people, you know, what is that called? I forget what that's called at, at Elevation. Inside, so that one day event's called Inside Elevation. Right. If you haven't done that, you really should. It is a, it's a great opportunity. You get, you know, a good sense of what's happening at the, at yes. the ministry there. It's a good thing to bring volunteers to, the kind of thing that's I'm right. assuming like, hey, if you want to kind of help cast vision for your people, hey, you know, I know even, I literally just had a conversation like this this week with a, a a, a team member of ours volunteer where they have never we're the biggest church they've ever been to okay. and you know for them to catch a vision for what is it that god might do at your church obviously we don't want to be everyone doesn't want to become elevation elevation's elevation right and you guys would say that in your in, in what you do but it's a great way to cast vision now in between those two you have this seven day seminary tell me about that what are you going to be covering what's someone going to get out of that kind of as they go through that experience yeah we're getting a lot of questions about it because you know one the name is pretty um, <laughs> intriguing right. Right. somebody would say so let me get this straight you think you're gonna you're gonna give us a seminary's <laughs> worth of education in seven days and then, you know, of course we're, we're not gonna right. do that right. you can't do that. that's not possible right seminary is amazing and you should go to seminary right um, just know why you're going and what you're gonna get out of it mm-hmm. We actually were inspired by um, Seth Godin's Alt MBA program. I don't mm-hmm. know if you're familiar with it. Yes, yeah, but, fantastic. Uh, you know, he's he's like one of my very favorite authors. I know he's uh, inspired a lot of us on the staff. And Pastor mm-hmm. Stephen saw his Alt MBA program and thought, you know, that might be a really good approach for us to take in terms of trying to t- trying to equip and train people quickly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the short version of that program is he says, you know, this is an alternative to getting your MBA. Come and spend 30 days with us online and. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we'll basically train you how to work with people and how to tackle projects. But we mm. thought that principle could really work well for us. Mm. Um, you know, we, we are an alternative to seminary in a lot of ways, but it's not a replacement for seminary. I think it's right. more of the come and spend seven days. And literally, it's like a crash course. Come in. We've never done it. So, I mean, I'm telling you what we're planning to do. Yes, right, right, right. <laughs> Talk to me in, in a few months. And <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I'll play it out this way. I think it will. Yeah. But, you know, our goal is have you come in and literally for seven days, it'll be, we're still finalizing the schedule and it looks like it's 25 or 30 sessions over seven days mm. where we cover everything we can possibly cover. Hmm. Sessions from Pastor Stephen teaching directly. He's going to be doing a bunch of interviews with some of his um, pastor peers around the country who mm. you know we would say are some of the greatest church leaders mm. in the country. And then a lot of the staff will be teaching, but it, this is mm. really us helping somebody who feels like they might be called to ministry, but they've not actually known what to do to get started. So I I, kind of think the profile, honestly, for something like this is somebody who says, you know, they might be uh, working in a church, maybe they're in a smaller church, maybe they're in the general market and and Mm. business person, so they could Mm -hmm. be a a, a mom. Mm -hmm. Somebody who just has some, you know, leadership acumen, who thinks, I've been called to ministry, I don't exactly know what the next step is, but if I come and do this seven-day um, experience, I'll probably get a good feel on whether or not ministry in the local church is for me. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of the goal. Hmm. And you know, some cool. people might, you know, they might stay connected to Elevation Church. Some of them might just go back to their churches, or or they might feel like, yeah, I love ministry, and now I'll just, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait and figure out what, what God does and what doors He opens up. So hmm. the goal is really like inundate you in seven days, hopefully a short enough period that you can actually take a, a week out of your life to do it, but long right. enough for you to really get immersed. So I mean, I'm I'm super excited. I think we're we're ready for it to, for it to get here. Yeah. So now, what? How is this different than a conference? 
yeah, just yeah. like a straight up kind of a three day, you know, go sure. to a conference. How would this be different? Well, it's going to be real hands on. So, okay. you know, our general approach is, you know, we like to challenge assumptions just mm-hmm. in general with, with how we do ministry. And Pastor mm-hmm. Stephen is like, uh, he's wired this way. Right. So he's really wired to say, okay, so yeah, maybe we've always done it this way, but why don't we try something different? So the right. biggest difference will be just the hands on part of it. So mm-hmm. think, um, I don't, I don't uh, know what you said. What did you study in school? Yeah, I actually went for ministry stuff. I trained on for okay. this kind of thing. So yeah, okay, I was in, so yeah, I went to seminary. <laughs> yeah. I was a science major. Yes, great, very cool. So I was a science yes. major at the University University of Washington. So lectures in labs. Exactly. Yeah. So lectures, you know, it, it's not completely fair, but it is a good connection. It's, yeah. People understand it. You know, lecture might feel more like a conference, and the lab might mm-hmm. feel more like what seven day seminary is. Yep. Where it will be hands on, and and you know, you get to get your hands dirty a little bit, and then mm-hmm. decide. Okay, I liked that. That was actually interesting to me. I could uh, see myself doing more right. of that, right. or say, no, yeah, yeah, ministry right, right. in that format in the local church may not be for me. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I love the local church. I want to go to it, but maybe being on staff at a local church might not be a might not be for me. So either way, you know, we're trying to help people really dive in and understand if this is the calling God has placed on my life, what could it look like? Right. Okay, very cool. Now, um, how would you, you know, kind of talk about the ratio between practical training and then I yes. would say spiritual formation. Like, I'm assuming a part of this is going to be, you know, a bit about kind of candidates, their inner, sure. you know, their inner relationship with Jesus. Sure. How would that, you know, how does that ratio work out? Sure. I mean, clearly it's all connected. I mean, we're right. talking about um uh, developing whole people. Mm-hmm. So even in the way that, that you know, I'll use our staff as an example. Mm-hmm. We, every time we interview somebody to, to uh, that we're considering to come on staff, number one question almost always is, you know, what about work-family balance? Mm-hmm. And it's a funny question because, you know, to a certain degree we have a little bit of a canned answer and we tell them the same thing. It's not really about trying to compartmentalize and figure out the perfect ratio. I think this is a lot more about integrating all of your life together because you live one life. So your ability to say, um, if I'm called to this as a husband and a dad, well, it's really my family's calling to this too. We've got to be in this together. Mm-hmm. We've got to communicate well about the different seasons. We have to bring our families along with it. So you know that's how it relates to us in, um, in a hiring or a staff development mm-hmm. um, scenario. But I think from a, a practical versus personal development, I think it's a little bit of the same. They're mm-hmm. so intertwined, it's hard to break them out. But I think we like to break it out because it makes us feel better. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to go do some spiritual development, right. some spiritual training, and then I'm going to go do some hands-on practical training. Right. So you know, it might, maybe sounds like we're speaking out of both sides of our mouths, but that's a little bit like saying um, – um, I loved the Hunger Games movies. Mm-hmm. Um, that God couldn't speak to me through the Hunger Games. Right, well, right. in some ironic way, I watched the movie and I was kind of like, "Gosh, what a great concept! I should teach my team on, you know, on sacrifice, on mm-hmm. uh, work ethic." So mm-hmm. a little bit of that. So we're we're gonna uh, lead with a practical side, meaning right. there is definitely a a um, uh, hands-on way to approach the basics of ministry, but. Clearly, it's all connected. I mean, you right. can't come in and do this if you're not spiritually filled up and serving out of a good place. Right. And we'll we'll touch on it, but it mm-hmm. you know it won't be all one or all the other. But we'll definitely lean practical as our entry point into the conversation. Okay, very cool. Anything else yeah. you want to share about Seven Day Seminary? And tell us how we can find out more information. About oh yeah, yeah. Thanks, move on. Thank you for asking. That's great. I mean, if anybody obviously is interested in that um, or any of the, the different ways to experience Elevation Church. Um, you can always go to the church website, elevationchurch.org, but specifically for Seven Day Seminary, go to sevendayseminary.com, and it's uh, it's spelled out. If you go with either the number or spell out the word seven, 
um, it'll get you there. But sevendayseminary.com, there's a, a short application process. And, um, you know, I want people to do it who are, who are, so the perfect person would be, would be the person who's thinking, I always felt this like pull in me to do mm. something like this. And I just, uh, I never fully pursued it. Well, cool. Mm. You can pursue it now for, for a week and mm-hmm. figure out if this works. And mm-hmm. um, it's, it's uh, November uh, 7th through the 13th. Mm-hmm. So hang on, let me, let me make sure that's correct. No. Yes, November 7th through the 13th. <laughs> Great. November 7th through the 13th. Yes. Um, um, it'll be a week here in Charlotte, North Carolina, and uh, we're excited about it. So, you know, that's probably it. I mean, you ask great questions. I think um, you know, they're the same kinds of questions we get when we're, we're chatting with people about, you know, what's going on here in the ministry. So, yeah, nothing else for me. This is the Unseminary Podcast. Stuff you wish they taught in seminary. Well, we're going to jump into the lightning round, that part of the episode, where we uh, where we ask similar questions to everybody that's on the show. Today, super excited to have Larry on the show. He is the creative pastor from Elevation Church. If you're not following him and the church, you really should be. Um, so, Larry, what's a book you've read, I don't know, in the last six months or so that's had an impact on your thinking and ministry? Well... I'm going to give you an answer, but it's not really fair because I feel like I read it every six months. But <laughs> okay. but it's a short read and you can knock it out in a day. Mm-hmm. But uh, War of Art, Stephen Pressfield. Okay, great. Great book. So, you know, that's a good example of what we were just talking about. But War of Art is like a um, – it's a, it's broken up into several acts, but one of them speaks to kind of this resistance, this struggle, this, this frustration we have to learn to push through on a regular basis. And mm-hmm. if you're a creative – honestly, if you're – I mean, I think it applies to anybody, but specifically for creatives – it is such a, like a, a wonderful handle on, mm. oh, that's what's going on. I'm not weird. Mm-hmm. I'm not ruined. I've not like uh, missed the boat. I'm going through what people normally go through who are um, who are growing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, War of Art is like top, top, top of my list. Top three for sure favorite books I've ever read. Cool. Very cool. Now, a lot of people look to Elevation, look to what you guys are doing. Who, who do you look to, um, you know, to other ministries that inspire you? Sure. Well, I mean, there are some some ministries that you could probably guess. I mean, we're looking to Life Church. You know, Pastor Craig Rochelle there is mm-hmm. our pastor's pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at North Point, looking at Hillsong. Uh, and this may surprise you, but I, you know, I try to jump online mm-hmm. and um, do like a Google um, Hangout with, mm-hmm. with 10 people as frequently as I can because we're getting a lot of requests, which is kind of where Inside Elevation, that one-day event came from. A lot mm-hmm. of people saying, hey, we'd love to hear a little bit more about the ministry. Same thing that we're doing. We're calling around asking these questions. Right. People are calling us. And um, we decided to do that event, but I do these hangouts for the same reason. And you know, most of the time, it's it's typically churches that are I don't know smaller. Uh, uh, let's say maybe uh, 200, 300, 500. I don't I don't know the exact mm-hmm. sizes. Mm-hmm. But I always ask. I say, hey, before we get into any kind of Q and A, I want to know what are you guys working on that you're really excited about. Mm. And that is like some of the most inspiring stuff that I hear because I'm like, man, these are churches that in some cases they're just getting started. In some cases they've been around, but typically they're they're usually um, uh, smaller and growing. Mm-hmm. But they've got like a different kind of um, um, risk aversion where they're like, they're like, hey, we're going to go for it. There's not, right. there's not a whole lot to lose. Let's just do it. And I'm like so inspired by that to hear what churches are doing because I feel like that challenges us to be like, gosh, have we lost something that we don't right. think that way or do that anymore? Right. So it's you know it's the bigger churches that you think, and then it's some of these these um, up and coming or smaller churches mm-hmm. that are just like kicking our butts. Yeah, very cool, very cool. If you could get 15 minutes with any leader alive today, who would you want to get that time with and why? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a tough question, it could be anybody. There's so many, I mean, <laughs> there's like a tier of like five or six guys yes, that I right. like love to have time with. Right. Um, and you know, a lot of them would come from like the creative world right. um, and the business world, but if mm-hmm. I could, you know, pick a handful, um, 
I'd want to see. I'd want to hang out with Mark Cuban. Yes. I'd want to hang out <laughs> Elon Musk. I'd want to uh-huh. hang out with Michael Beirut, the designer. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I had to pick one, I'd probably honestly, I'd probably pick like Zuckerberg. Okay, nice. And just, I just want to know the way he thinks. And we've we've met with some of the folks who work at Facebook in the past, and they tell us stories mm-hmm. of um, of how he is. And you know, when you have somebody who's so prolific in a generation, mm-hmm. I think you don't you don't really expect to get. Um, maybe advice on how to do things, but mm-hmm. you want to just sit around and listen to the way that they think right? and you know, allow that to challenge you. So I'd be, I'd love that. I'd be so inspired by that. Absolutely. They just passed that milestone. That was just a couple of weeks ago where there yeah. was a billion people on Facebook at the same moment, Yeah, which Wild. is amazing. Wild. Like, you know, you, they've talked about the billion users for quite a while, but to have a billion users all using the service at the same time is amazing. They've obviously yeah, had a huge wild. cultural impact. Um, for sure. All right. Well, you've obviously got a lot on your plate um, and we're going to let you go. But when you just want to kick back and have fun, just kind of relax a little bit, uh, you know, what do you do for fun? Man, I'm, I'm probably more boring than you might think as the creative <laughs> pastor. I feel like I should have like some big epic response to this. Like I like right, the, right. you know, um, base jump or something. <laughs> right, 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 right. But, you know, I'm married. I've got yeah. four kids. Um, I'm 38 years old. So I spend mm-hmm. a lot of time with my family. I yep. still love to read. Um, I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to um, surfing the web and reading blogs. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to study digital marketing. I like mm-hmm. to study creative. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to study team building. So that's all kind of maybe like my natural um, uh, bent. I kind of lean yeah. that way for fun. I mean, I want to get out and like play sports. I love. I'm a huge Seahawks fan. So I'm kind really? of like my wife would she, if she was uh, watching this right now. I'm sure she'll tune in. Mm-hmm. She'd be like. You completely understated how big of a fan you are. Thank you, Seahawks fan. Like she'll catch me frequently. We're in Charlotte. She'll yes. catch me frequently reading the Seattle Times um, paper online so I can hear what the local guys say about the Seahawks. And she's like, funny. you are ridiculous. You're That's what ridiculous. I would That's call awesome. a nerd. <laughs> That's fun. Well, Larry, thanks so much for being on the show. Yeah, if people want to get in touch with you uh, or with the ministry, how can they do that? Um, obviously, go through elevationchurch.org is the easiest way to get connected with the ministry. Mm-hmm. And from there, you can kind of see the portals to any of those um, those experiences. If you want to come and be a part of what's going on here at Elevation Church, even for a short time, mm-hmm. um, you can get connected to, connected to the network mm-hmm. um, and watch preaching. I would tell people, download the Elevation app. It's probably one of the easiest ways. Mm-hmm. And it's just the I mean, Elevation app and for Apple and, uh, and Android. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just I'm Larry Hubatka online, you know, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, everywhere. So you know, you can get in touch with me pretty easy. Thanks so much. Thanks for being on the show today. Hey, thanks, Rich. I really appreciate it. Thank, thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Unseminary podcast. Don't be shy. We'd love to connect. Check out Unseminary inbox. You can sign up at unseminary.com, and we'll send you helpful training resources every week. Plus, you'll gain immediate access to our exclusive members area with tons of resources you can use. Connect with Rich on Twitter at Rich Birch or through email rich at unseminary.com Don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode at unseminary.com It includes links to what we talked about today and more. Leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Did you enjoy today's episode? Drop by iTunes and leave a review. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's Unseminary podcast. Join us next week when we'll learn more stuff we wish they taught in seminary.